0: Hi, guys, I'm Brendan Whitted, and I'll be joined by Garrett for The Big Picture, the pop culture arm of the That's Black Male podcast network. We ask on whatever platform you listen that you please rate, review and subscribe. Without further ado, let's get to it. all straight up off the verses, so we're not, we're, <laughs> we're not, while well, we're not at the compound. I was gonna say, we, we chose not to go to the compound. not to go to the compound because of the panoramic outside, but, like, bruh, I was, I really, really enjoyed that verse. That was, that was my favorite verse so far. Like, I'm i I'm I'm a rap, I'll, I'll start the conversation with, I'm a rap person, like, R.B. is cool, Brandy and Monica, fantastic, Aretha, Aretha yeah, all that, right, Patty bit that was super cool, alright, but, like, <laughs> like and Jeezy, like now you—that is right in my lane. That's right in the bag, right there. So like, I had to play.
1: Yeah. Nah, that it was—it was definitely up there as far as uh, the verses go that I've actually sat down for. That one—that one was one for the books. Ending, you know, we'll, we'll
0: talk about that. But you know, uh, so like, yeah, it was, all right. So like, let's go ahead and get into it. First off, Stacey Abrams coming in. <laughs> You mean you mean Stacey? You mean Stacey Abrams
1: coming in on a back computer uh, <laughs> with no warning?
0: <laughs> <laughs> None at all. I'm sitting there chilling. I'm like, okay, they finally got up there. This, is that Stacey Abrams? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> she
1: she she just came up and it was and look and they didn't they didn't warn Gucci. They didn't warn Jeezy. They were just like, boom, Stacey Abrams. You guys handle yourselves accordingly. Yeah, it was talk, just, to
0: Stacey, <laughs> talk to Stacey Abrams, Gucci and Jeezy. I was like. I don't feel – I feel like this should have been, like, a conversation y'all had beforehand. Like, hey, we're going to let Stacey Abrams do her ISO work real quick. And then back you saw to the,
1: you. Saw, you saw the delay? They thought it was a recording.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they did. They did think it was a recording. They absolutely – because they just – they were, like, talking over and they were like, oh, uh, so uh, – and they were both just kind of looking at her. And she was kind of looking – because I saw, saw – so she was on Twitter when it was supposed to start at 8. First of all, I knew good and damn well the Adiver- a versus created that started
1: on time.
0: It was never gonna and with these two, it was super never gonna happen like it felt like they were holding the door. Like everybody's <laughs> been in line before where it was like free before 11, they start, they stay, they opened the door like 10 57. You know what I mean? So like they I mean I was like all right cool. So I didn't even really tune in to like 810. I was like Alleg- maybe it'll be around 815. I was like ah.
1: allegedly allegedly the delay was because they were doing rapid COVID testing in the back. Which again, I'd be a strong opponent of. That'd be dope. That's what happened. I mean, the problem is all that's gonna go out the window when everybody from there goes over the compound. But that's the nor there.
0: <laughs> well, but see, all right. So I saw that. I saw. I was like, oh, everybody's doing rapid tests. I was like, cool. What if one of them got it? Now where we at? Like what? Uh, like so. So all right, cool. So right before the thing starts, we're gonna we're gonna test everybody. All right, cool. Jesus got it. Now what we finna do? Do the same thing we was gonna do anyway, cause we in Atlanta and it's crazy and wild that it's that, that we about to have an after party. Any, obviously y'all don't care. Like they I, I, let's, be,
1: let's
0: They, they would have handed. Good. They would have handed them the the snowman man. Yeah, he would yeah, have. He would <laughs> <laughs> gave him the bandana, bro. <laughs> yeah. just, just throwing the bandana. You know that bandana that's on your head right now. Just bring it down a few more inches. And we, yeah, we good. and we good, just, and just don't get
1: close. You see, you see, they had at least uh, what about eight feet in between. Uh, they did. UGD? They
0: had the, the and then they had the poles in the background. So I was hoping that that was gonna maybe get but, <laughs> Utilized? <laughs> yeah, it never, it never, it never came together like I wanted it to. But that's okay. That's all right. It was, it was, it was, it was a good versus anyway. Uh, all right, so we'll start at the top. Who do you think won? Let's let's start. Let's start there, and then we can then we can keep it pushing from there.
1: So I may be biased. I again tm one you know, TM101 soundtrack in my freshman year of college. Dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? Considering that's the only thing Jeezy played the for most of the night. Me personally, I'm giving it to Gucci. Like I said, he came in there, it's it's, it's versus battle. He came in there ready for battle. It wasn't, you know, he ha hoo ha, I'ma laugh with you. He came in there with diss tracks. And, you
0: know, I, I, started off, I do. start off with an original, did like it started off with like a song yeah. that he, like he wrote for this verse. He set the just, he yeah. set the tone. That's what you, that's what you do. <laughs> yeah. He did. I mean, look, I think Jeezy won because any time you got one of the battle contestants saying, "Hey, stop playing all your good shit," "Hey, man, don't be worried about what I now see." Don't be see, worried man, about. I saw I saw it I saw the of that you got if you don't shut yourself. Nah. Nah, see, you, what don't you don't understand.
1: You don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand what he was saying. It wasn't that he had an issue with GZ playing like the uh you know the, the classics, but he was playing nothing but my man refused.
0: He didn't play, he played what, one
1: song, two songs post-2012?
0: It's 2020 off the top of my head he played one he obviously played one on one played one oh three he played uh, a little bit of a recession not nearly enough recession for me he
1: stayed he stayed in the the first Obama administration he
0: did <laughs> he did he definitely exclusively did. and which is which is weird right jeezy has more hits I think Gucci more recently probably has more hits because Gucci see and that's the that's
1: the that, that again
0: that's why the call out was kind of was kind of on point in my opinion. Well, but that ain't got nothing to do with you though. Like don't be worried about like like oh well you need to play something. No, I, I need to play whatever I'm gonna play. Like we got 20 songs to play how th- worry about your you brought your DJ. You go play your songs, I play my songs, and anytime I got one of them saying, hey, you need to stop playing all them because look, old or not, <laughs> it was still it was still bangers.
1: Like I said, he didn't he didn't Jeezy played maybe one song that was like a miss. He had a, he played a, he played a bunch of stuff I think got beat out by the the ones that, that Gucci chose, but he he only played like one song that was really a miss. So
0: I kind of feel, but like it, I said, I'm still
1: giving it to Gucci because I mean, it was I, a battle and that man came for a the
0: battle. The, that part of it, but like honestly, it was it was so much beef in the the like the battle leading up to it. I was just like, hey, let's everybody just. Get let everybody get through this shit, because I am not trying to witness no wild shit happen on my Instagram, where I would just loo, I will smooth just like click, I would just turn the shit off. I would turn it to the uh, Seahawks and Cardinals game in a minute and pretend like I was never watching this shit. Man, but I, I, I'm gonna give it to Jeezy, G- but I was always gonna give it to Jeezy, G- right? Like Jeezy G- is my, yeah, one yeah. of the big rappers. I will say this, none, nothing that happened in that versus, Like, I feel like
1: everybody pretty much, yes. drew, like, they, they chose sides. You know, you knew
0: who you were going to be going for. You 100% knew. And that, that the battle didn't change anybody's mind. No, it, and, and it wasn't going to. I think, like, knowing a little bit about just kind of how these things go, I felt like people who were from Atlanta were going to go more on Gucci side because, you know, I got family over there, so I was kind of, you know, texting them and stuff like that. Maybe maybe in your case, because you were in school down there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: maybe it hits a little bit different. Me, while listening to both artists for a long time, I'm not, I, I didn't live in this, I've never lived in the city. And so, like, I think that Jeezy maybe has a, a more of an appeal outside of Atlanta than Gucci does. And Gucci might have more of an appeal inside the city. I don't know that, but just it, the straw poll of me, you know, talking to people, uh, as the thing is going on, I was just kind of noticing the people who are from Atlanta feel a little bit more strongly maybe about Gucci um, than the people who are not. And and they feel because I feel like Jeezy maybe gets the rap. And I don't know if this is even true or not, but gets the rap of being a little bit more commercial, a little bit more like. Uh, oh, he's definitely more commercial. He's, yeah, he's, like has, he's always been the more bankable guy. Yeah, yeah, and and that's kind of what I got. But I I also enjoyed their barbs, like their barbs back and forth. Like I enjoyed all that shit. Like the the that's was, that's a that's a
1: that's a real that's a real polite way of of call you know that they're, they're they're trading. Uh... Yeah, all right,
0: all right. Now, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> talking about I'm not talking about when he played the song. I'm not playing when you play What was it? The truth. I'm trying to remember what the actual song title. Yes, I talk about that that exchange was wild, and uncomfortable for the kid. <laughs> I was just like, man, come on, let's. It's all just like let's get through the. But I mean, just the other stuff like uh, when he when he was like uh, uh, he, he uh, Gucci had thrown out the DJ like oh he saved you on that one like he saved me he went platinum what the fuck is you talking about <laughs> like, like that kind of stuff like look at me I made ten thousand dollars look at his fit he was like yes so
1: then again that's that's what I'm saying I'm not I don't know if I really call it bars because that shit was personal <laughs> like. And I think you know again they, they ended it with some icy and they, and they quote unquote splashed it. But I think that was that might be the more commercial play for both of them. Oh yes, I'm gonna be honest. Like and again, I I understand Gucci. You don't try to kill me and yeah. then tell me I gotta get past it. That's just me personally. That's that's for life. I you know I may I may not I may not try to kill you back because of where we are now.
0: But I'm not gonna let that go either. No, I and, and no. Honestly, nor should you. I like honestly. I was shocked, and we talked a little bit about this, but I was shocked they even decided to do it. Like I was just mm-hmm. very surprised because I, I don't feel like you can even decide to do this without having some stipulations, right? Like some some things you do kind. Of, there's a reason. So Ice is the last one played, right? Like if there was the sort of animosity that there had been previously, you can't even have those guys, and more importantly, their friends in the same area without it being. Uh, a crime scene. And I, and I mm-hmm. don't mean that hyperbolically at all, like. <laughs> like okay. there, there were moments
1: tonight. Yeah, like
0: like, right? So I mean, like, there, I feel like there had to be some parameters to even get these guys in the same building to do this stuff. So like, I don't think that any of that shit was fake when they were, you know, after the truth is played and Jeezy's, cause he wasn't talking like, unless Jeezy's one of the best actors that I have ever seen. He was talking like a person that was very emotional. Oh, or, he was, high. Yeah, he like, was he hot. Yeah, like he was hot. Like, I, I, I know what these, like, we've all been in those situations where we're like, ooh, <laughs> like, somebody, man. <laughs> we've all been there, right? So it's like, unless Jeezy is, like, on some, like, Denzel shit, I don't believe any of that was fake. I think that they had decided that they were going to finish with So Icy. Mm-hmm. I think that they had made certain parameters. Like, look, man, we, we, we simply, literally, this is being filmed, right? Like, so, like, let's take all the other bullshit out of it. Like, you mm-hmm. can't be out here wilding literally on camera because you will go to prison that's all, that's all the witnesses they need yeah i mean you know what i mean like you will actually go to jail and sir you just got out so you're going to be going for a while like there are certain things that you have to kind of like kind of just squash in order to just be on the same stage together so i appreciated that i thought it was i thought i enjoyed it like i said um would you uh <laughs> if you were in atlanta would you be going, would you have gone to the not the not the after party. That's that's a we're, we're uh, doing Okay.
1: What I what I go wait, you okay. asking me if I was if I had if I was able to get in yeah. to Magic City yeah. to watch Gucci versus Jeezy versus Hell no. <laughs> hey fam, like like you said, I I went to I went to school in Atlanta when both of these guys were on the rise. Jeezy Jeezy was the headliner for like my homecoming concert freshman year.
0: Dang. Somebody got somebody got
1: stomped out in that show. <laughs> First time. Every time Jesus came on campus and, and performed, somebody got stomped out. So if you're asking me at my big age, was I going to be in there where two people who you know don't
0: like each other and they have entourages? Nah, man. <laughs> he, was, he was he was the he was the headline from my homecoming, my freshman year as well. One of the best performances I've seen. He was late, like like today. Oh yeah, he, he shows up on time. It was raining. It was it was shitty weather, but like it somehow made the performance better. So like I think that's part of the reason that I started rocking with Jeezy as hard as I did. We're gonna we're gonna roll off of that. And We're gonna roll to the next time So social media, the way actually I I met you, uh, has started <laughs> adding some stuff, uh, voice notes. Mm. uh yeah mm-hmm. uh, um, and then they also yeah uh and then they also added a uh, fleet which is the stories aspect of it so i don't mm. i i i haven't i don't have voice notes and haven't fleeted i don't even know how you fucking verb that shit yeah that, that, that,
1: that, that there's a lot in the name
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's i mean cuz there's no there's no good way for me to go there and then obviously voice notes after after last night's shenanigans uh folks are going to be uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Black it's gonna be an, adju- an adjustment period. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, there's going to be an adjust, and there's, yeah, there's, there's a reason Bob Eisner didn't want no parts of, uh, of Twitter. So, nasty. If you pick nasty, Black Gawk Down" was my favorite one. I think that was that was that was my favorite Turner turn turn uh (laughs) oh when
1: when twitter when twitter locks in on a joke the creativity really comes out and especially again you know call it call it black twitter what have you but it's there's some funny people on the internet
0: man there are some really funny like i was really like what is because at first i so like here's how it goes on my timeline usually because most of my timeline is some close friends and then a whole bunch of sports shit right so like i have like a a periphery of, of black Twitter on my timeline, but not a lot. Like it's just it's not what I what I'm usually there for. I I get enough of that because it's, 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 it's scary. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I'm, I'm just here like to find out, oh shit, Gordon Hayward decided to turn down that, that player. I said
1: <laughs> I am here, I am here for Woj bombs exclusively. I don't I don't need any of this other niggery.
0: <laughs> but I do have I follow enough folk that where it does kind of like folks the reaction of whatever. Wild shit just happened. That does cascade on my timeline. So like, mm-hmm. eventually it comes down. And I'm just like, oh okay. Um,
1: you got the, you got the,
0: you got the uh, LinkedIn with the, the fourth and fifth degrees on that. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's that's exactly what it is right there. Like I know just enough to be like, oh y'all wilding, y'all, y'all y'all y'all. Especially late night. The shifts on Twitter. Like I try to explain this to, to people that aren't on Twitter. Like there oh, are. Yeah, you <laughs> It's 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 different. like, you know, when somebody, like, I, when it happened, I was just like, all right, first shift Twitter is going to hop on this shit in about five or six hours and be disgusted Because those of us getting up, by the head to work, you know, check the timeline before they hop in the so, show.
1: So, so let me pause you. It's, it's funny, too, because you mentioned that, because that that is how it used to be. But
0: now with the pandemic and everybody,
1: like, kind of just, you know, a lot of people not sleeping the same regular hours. So... The shits are all done because by the time like certain incidents that occurred last night uh, with voice notes and whatnot, I completely like again. I was I was watching Netflix or something, right? So I missed it all. And so I saw it this morning, and yeah, a lot of times it used to be like the you know first shift to be like this is disgusting. I need more. What's up? What's talking about? Lean in. <laughs> lean in. And uh, it was, like you say,
0: it was comedy. Yeah, Tom. Tom is really fucking with people right now, man. Like, time is. The, it's never been more apparent how time is a social construct. The time is a social construct. At home, <laughs> I, like I, I know I'm working from home, so it's just like I, I'm not even like sleep awake. I don't know what I, I gotta. I gotta wake up just to know I was asleep, Shout out, to G. Wells, Most of the time, so. Um, but I, I started this to say, if you were to if you were to either hop on a specific platform now or even to create another one, is there some, is there a feature that you'd want a, like in addition to, you know, that Instagram doesn't have or that Twitter um, doesn't have, or I don't, I don't even, I don't even know what clubhouse is on some real shit. Like I know that people are on it, but. Oh, I don't we
1: got, we not in that text right <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Like I don't, I, like I don't even, I don't, I'm like, what is, you know what? never mind Cause I'm, 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 Trying to catch up to this, but like, man, I, you already know. Like, my technology game is not as strong as it should be. So, like, I'm like, I am super, like, fifteen to twenty minutes behind what everybody else is doing. But uh, if you had to make an addition somewhere, what would it be?
1: Oh, that's a that's a tough one. Um, I mean, it's funny because they're all they all kind of they're not the exact same now. Like, there's different. It's still different feels and different vibes to to all of them. Um, but yeah, they they're all you know now. Now that Twitter has stories, right? All kind of seeming a little similar. The only thing you can't do on there is really like post photos, like you do on Instagram or Facebook. But, right. um, but as far as like what I would need out of a social a social media platform, I, you know, you actually, you know what? No, it would be like it would have to be some sort of feature that basically you couldn't, like, I don't know how, again, algorithmically, however it would be controlled, but like, basically people had to, if they refuse to say stuff, you had to say it with your chest. And so, <laughs> there's some kind of verification process. Like, like you can't, uh, you know, you literally can't get on there without a real picture of you, like a real abby. Cause you know, people love to get on there and talk shit about other people's looks. And then it's like, don't nobody know what you even look like. And then somebody finds out, you know, six seven years down the road this is what this person actually looks like and now you know it's like come on
0: so yeah just the event basically yeah the 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 say with, say with your chest feature i saw a uh this you collage today of uh, somebody that <laughs> said something kind of out of pocket not even really out of pocket just slightly condescending and then just the deluge of this you, like just different, different tweets that person. had this, had. this like, you is like
1: LeBron in the
0: playoffs. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was, I was like, damn, y'all coming for next like that? Yeah, I'll be, I'm really be trying to be real chill on. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to take no shots to nobody. I'm, a, I'm, I'm really just here for a it ain't, it ain't safe. It is it not good. safe. Head on a swivel. It's, it's. It's really rough out here in these 20 streets.
1: Actually, no, you know what? I take that back. It is safe if you just don't come at people. That's part of it. And, and with all the situations, it's like, you know, you, you named it, like, people bring most of the, their troubles on social media on themselves. It's it very rare that you sit there minding your business and somebody just comes and just
0: like. <laughs> because if you ever mess up and then start taking the shots of, oh, Oh, yeah. A- this is what this X and X, Y and Z type of person needs to be doing. Folks is gonna come up with you remember three years ago when it's it is, I mean the, like the internet
1: time. the internet is written in pen and and God forgives and Twitter especially does not. <laughs>
0: um I I wanna ask, uh you caught the did you catch the Dave Chappelle monologue on Saturday Night Live? I think it was, yeah. that
1: I so think it was
0: last Saturday? Yeah. Think so. Again, time is it. It is. It's rough on the boy. Um. But so i, I really want to ask more of a, a general questions because he caught a little bit of flack for a few of the jokes that he made. Uh. One of them was I think it was a joke about women making a certain amount, a certain percentage, mm. um, and make that was I mean that I mean I, I'm just trying to figure out how what comedy looks like because that just felt like a regular Dave Chappelle. Kind of standard, oh, sort it, of. It was
1: very, it was very standard fare. Yeah, for Dave Chappelle. Now, if that is your cup of tea, is your cup of tea, and it's not you know, as as moods have shifted, you know, Dave as a comedian and entertainer, he's grown, I guess, in the in the way that he understands his jokes are not going to be as universal as they once were. You know, universally accepted, I guess, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but he's not changing his material. No. He, he may he may explain himself a little bit more, which you know you kind of if you're on the fence about it. Some people like, some people don't. Um, but but yeah, he's he's not changing. That that was a joke that was probably a lighter version of something we saw on the Chappelle show back in '04. So.
0: I was about to say, and like the the interesting thing to me is. As you mentioned, he d- he's not changing and it's he's kind of monochromatic in that sort of way. He's keeping time. Right. And so it's interesting to see to see the the change of like the kind of the groan. You heard a couple of groans uh, during his monologue and stuff like that. And it's just interesting because it seems like, hey, there's this sacred cow of don't do this or don't do that. Um, as it pertains to comedians, and I, and I understand there is a line somewhere, and I'm I, not to not to cop out or anything like that, but I kind of set that line for myself mm-hmm. in terms of, hey, is he making a joke for the joke's sake, or is he taking a shot at somebody? Right, like mm-hmm. Michael Richards on stage, you know, lamenting the times when you know black people were getting lynched in the street. Nah, that seems a little bit more personal than you just making a joke about black people, right? Um, but like. To, to me there's never been a sacred cow like he one of his most famous sketches and not sketches one of his most famous bits and and i think it's killing him softly is about r kelly peeing on a, you know a 13 year old 14 year old girl nothing yeah. is funny about pedophilia like no, there is zero funny about pedophilia but those jokes were hilarious but, he, but yeah
1: he, he managed to, to flip the conversation being right something
0: and so funny. like i kind of feel like hey if like if you can understand that the the idea of this isn't funny, but the execution of this is. That I guess that is kind of the line for me, and I and and that changes for everybody. Well, you, and, and you and you you
1: hit on it. It's it's really when it comes to comedy, you know, in all things. It's you you got to draw your own. You know, in in certain in in entertainment, you know, in entertainment especially like you got to draw your own lines. And I mean, comedy and comedians have a very interesting slash, you know, I I don't buy into the whole, oh, you know, they've been crying, you know, a couple of them been crying a lot of late, like, I can't do my material. Like, my thing is this, if you're funny, you're funny. Right. You'll find find a way to work within the framework of where society is now. And what their job is, and I can't remember what, David said, and, and some other comedians, I remember when they were honoring him, I think, they said it about comedians being outside observers of society and everything so they're making observations and they're making them humorous often to get the point across now does that mean they're always right or you know what have you right. no and does that mean that and I also believe that you can't tell somebody to not be offended by something especially in under the guise of humor right. you know Uh, they've talked a a lot about, you know, friends of his in the transgender community Mm -hmm. and and, LGBTQ um, and all of that and how different people within the uh, disparate communities, you know, how they embraced his jokes. And some of them did and some of them didn't. And he's like, yo, some of my friends were like, that was funny as hell. And then some of them were like, I kind of want to beat your ass about it. And I'm like, that's like, that's what you, that's the risk you run as a comedian that you take on that
0: risk. And you just gotta roll
1: with you gotta roll with the
0: punches. I think the the line that's gonna stick with me the most is when he said, "Like I'm, I, I'm going to paraphrase, but it was like I'm a 40 plus year old man, 50, 50 year old dude, uh, and I I can't say a truth without a punchline behind it." Like I thought that that was like interesting and kind of heartbreaking in a way because like, damn, this dude has been famous for a really long time. Like he's been. He's been out here doing, you know, deaf comedy jam, uh, half baked, and all this other shit. Like he's been famous, famous for quite some time. And the fact that he's felt that uh, he he hasn't been able to just like say things without there being a punchline coming behind it. And I've noticed this particularly here, because I'm a I'm a huge comedy fan generally, and he's my favorite comedian ever. Like I didn't I didn't get a chance to see Red Fox. Richard Pryor still a little bit before my time as well. Eddie mm-hmm. Murphy wasn't really doing stand-up, you know, when I was a kid. I've gone back and, and listened to some of his stuff, but for me, he is the best that I've seen, kind of contemporary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've noticed in his in his career, most recently here, um, whether you whether you want to go to his his special like right after George Floyd mm-hmm. um like there's a lot less jokey jokes. In what he's doing now, and there's a lot less, and there's just a lot more, just declarative statements. And you might find them funny, you might not. I'm gonna just go ahead and get on this mic and say it. I think comedy doesn't necessarily always age well. He has aged well in this comedic sort of sphere, uh, and I've been really, really interested to see kind of how he's done that. Mm-hmm. Is he your number? Do do you, you have are do you have a number one up comedian or anything like that? No, okay.
1: <laughs> no, nah, honestly, it's it's too and and people who are so you know declarative and definitive about it, I'm like funny is funny to me, right? You know, I I have watched a ton of Richard Pryor, I have watched you know Delirious and Raw, um, it, and you know and all and pretty much all the Chapels, um, Chris Rock's specials is, you know those kind of more our era, um, but yeah, like. Funny, that's the thing. Like funny is funny. They're all funny in their own right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, you know, Richard and Richard Pryor is an interesting comparison because like I think Richard Pryor and where Chappelle is now have a little bit more in common with like the more raw, like yeah. I'm like, making like I'm I'm making jokes, but I'm also telling you like life is hard. Yeah. Because I mean like Richard Pryor was making jokes like about himself and like the shit he'd been through and it was right. just like, damn this is funny, but yeah, like he lived that. Like <laughs> he's he's flipping it. And the same way kind of where kind of where Dave has been of late. Um, uh, you know, a lot more lot more introspection, um, you know, tied in tied into a lot of his comedic bits. But yeah, like I said, funny, funny is funny. I'm not I never really like the the ranking on piece. I also same type of person doesn't really have
0: a favorite movie because I like too many of them. So, you know, that's just that's just me though. It's the it's the sports thing in me, man. Ranking like you know, sports media is like, hey, Mount Rushmore. It's that it's, that, it's that college
1: sports with the arbitrary rankings. See, that's oh the
0: yeah, <laughs> 100%, 100%, give me. But yes, BCS BCS me absolutely <laughs> terrible terrible ranking system. It always frustrated me. <laughs> I I too am a frustrating person. Uh so we just uh we just passed the 16th anniversary of a, of a very special moment. Malice in the Palace, 2004. Yes. Uh it was Detroit Pistons versus Indiana Pacers. And honestly, we should have seen this coming when you had uh um, then Ron Artest, mm-hmm. Stephen Jackson, Ben Wallace, uh oh man. Uh Ron was not, not Ron Mercer. There was there was one other Indiana Pacer that, in retrospect, they oh Jermaine O'Neal was obviously up there. He wasn't really a wild one; he just wasn't with the shits. No, Um, see, it's 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 always the quiet
1: ones. Jermaine (laughs) O'Neal didn't do a lot of talking.
0: (laughs) I don't. I honestly don't remember Jermaine O'Neal saying more than like five words ever. Nope. And (laughs) like yet,
1: and about three of them were in that sliding punch.
0: (laughs) Bruh. Okay, so let I'm I'm gonna take you back to how I remember, and then you let me know. So I didn't see the game. I fell asleep watched it cuz it was I mean it was a very regular regular season game, right? Like neither one, I mean, the the Pistons were kind of all their way up Pacers. Both those teams were good, but like there was mm-hmm. nothing exceptional about that game. And so I wake up and at you know, back in the G <laughs> cuz I'm old. Um Sports Center, right? Like the first yeah. thing I do when I wake up, turn on Sports Center and they are Losing it, like they're just like this is the worst thing that's ever happened. Like, oh,
1: will the will the NBA recover? Oh my god, the humanity, <laughs> lost, the children, like,
0: whole. They're doing the whole thing, and I'm just like, what is happening? So I go and I'm seeing, and I'm just watching folks get dusted because, awesome, like uh, at first, if you hadn't seen it, you probably thought somebody got shot. <laughs> yeah, cause it like it, there's like a pandemonium thing, and like it takes for cause cause again back then there was no like Twitter. I could just go see the catalyzing event. It mm-hmm. was just like folks on the like I'm watching fans on the court. Like, why are y'all on the court trying to squirt with Jermaine on it? Like, what what are y'all doing right now? Like, terrible decision, no, <laughs> zero sense. And so finally, I see it. So the first thing I remember is, "Hey, Ron Artest." As crazy as I knew that Ron Artest was. Check Ben Wallace, and then Ben Wallace was like, "You must have lost all of your mind." And then I saw Ron Artest say, "You know what I did?" <laughs> when Ron Artest checked himself and said, "You know what? Let me excuse myself from this situation." I knew right then and there. Nope, like he's not that crazy. He a little crazy. He ain't crazy, crazy.
1: He, he caught no, no, no. no. Let's, 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 let me let me rewind you just a little bit. With? What ha- what happened was yes. Ron Ron pushed up on Ben. Ben took quite exception, because he then wrapped them bare paws of his. Keep in mind, Bill Wallace is from Alabama. Yeah. He, is what, he is what the old folks would call country strong. Country like strong. So the moment his hands went around, Ron, even, even while as Ron Artest, the hands went around his throat and he was like, oh, I might die out here. <laughs> And you saw, them, you saw the immediate change, because like, he, he, pushed, he pushed not to continue to fight, but to get away. And at that point, that's when they got separated, and then he went over there. And that's when, you know, like I said, I give Ron Artest all the credit in the world, because, you know, for as crazy as people, used to say, or right. world peace, however you'd like to refer to them these days, uh, you know, as, as crazy as people say, he disengaged from the actual on-court yeah. situation. It wasn't until that beard came flying in from out of the stands that he said, Oh, y'all think I'm soft. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Oh, okay, I say I gotta remind people here.
0: Queensbridge."
1: <laughs> and, and the Q and the QB came out very quickly. And he the worst part was and it is funny too, because you, you only you only notice this in subsequent watches and you know, like you said, six 16 years. Yeah. You notice that. The guy who threw the beer... Is beside the guy. Is not the one Ron Artest hit. And it's so. And it's, it's kind of funny. Like, it's, it's not funny, but it's funny. No, it's funny. That was Which means it's funny because <laughs> the guy who threw the beer got real still and, like, stopped moving and stopped talking when Ron cleared the stands because he was like, oh, he's coming. And he knew he was the one who did it. The guy next to him was yapping. I was like so you must think he's not gonna do anything no no eba player is gonna go into the stands like that and not do anything
0: <laughs> and that's why he got laid out so if you're so if you're the guy that throws it I'm trying to figure out what how he, he how... left he the funny part is he left
1: the game without a scratch
0: he did right like he, he was... started
1: <laughs> he started he started what is basically miles in the palace and left the game without a scratch on him.
0: It was cool. See, like, and that's, that's, there are a few scenarios as they got covered. I realized that there are not a lot of black people on sports media. That was kind of <laughs> of the first ones. Cause it was like, everybody was like, how could he go do that? I was like, did y'all see that man throw a beer in his he face? Like, oh, he got hit.
1: I'm sorry. he's a man and he got yeah, hit with like, like, a beer. You're not going I, to. Correction. He got hit in the face with a beer after disengaging himself
0: from an obligation. Yeah, no. Nah, he was already at like an 8 or a 9 right then. Man, so, no, it could have... it did it, like, being reasonable in that moment. <laughs> there, there, was, there was no but like yeah, watching cuz it was two white dudes. Like it was it was one big the big white dude is the one that throws it, as you mentioned. He's the one that threw it. And, mm-hmm. and it, it was the uh the <laughs> The much smaller. Oh, he was small. <laughs> he was and that's and that's what that's what actually like that was the highlight that they
1: kept replaying yeah. was Ron was Ron Artes, six nine and just slugging this guy who couldn't have been more than like five seven. Yeah. And he just he just went down and then the then the other fans around him tried to grab him and it it looked like something out of a, a, a Greek myth. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Artest just slinging, like, it
0: was just, it was bad. One of my favorite joints is the only player to actually get dusted was Fred Jones. I remember that. I remember Fred Jones going in the stands and getting toe up. I don't know who it was. I don't know what happened, but I, so Fred I just Fred just, like, covered up. Have it. you ever, have you ever
1: heard, um, I think, I think it, Steven, when Steven Jackson was retelling it, yes, he was talking about, like, we had to go give Ron. Because Ron was going to kill somebody. Yeah. But he was like, there were other people we had to go after. <laughs> and we're talking about it like, yeah, somebody was out there getting stomped out by, by fans. And I was like,
0: oh. It was Fred Jones. <laughs> and I like Fred Jones. I think I think he had been in a, a dunk contest before. So for whatever reason, I, I just like always liked Fred Jones. But I was watching him get dusted. I was like, bro, that would have been rough in the locker room where folks is having to pick you up out of the – out of the stands for getting dusted, like and Fred was like a more more of a regular sized person, like he was like mm-hmm. a six four or something like that. Not a obviously not a small person, not six eleven, and not 6'9". Like. But uh, yeah, not 6'9", nine. Ron Test two sixty five he was just like more of a regular sized human being. But like watching Steven Jackson go in there, like there was no reason for Steve to even be in the stands or sort. Like he was never going in there to play Peacemaker. He was just like, oh, we fighting.
1: Oh, no, 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 Let's, 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 let's clear that up right now. And shout out, you know, on the, on the chance that this ever makes it to the ears of Steven Jackson. Shout out Steven Jackson. Captain, it. Captain, Captain Jack is one of my, one my favorite, is one of my favorite players. Former, uh, former uh, Bobcat,
0: former Bobcat.
1: Former Bobcat, former Bobcat, yes. Back, back in those heydays. But, but he, uh, uh he didn't go in there, he didn't go in there with peace on his mind. Nah. <laughs> He went in there to make to to first, I think it was like, let me, you know, cause again, Ron went in there and Ron got jumped. Like he hit the first person, then Ron got jumped. Right. And if I that's my teammate, I'm going after my teammate. Like I'm not, I'm not asking questions. I'm not, I'm not yelling at my teammate from the court, like, hey man, come back. We can talk later. <laughs> we can talk later. Yeah. I I'm gonna be I might be mad in the locker room depending on how the situation transpired, but nah, that's my that's my teammate. Like right.
0: It's, I us, know, it's, yeah. us, it's us versus everybody. Like. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and they're they're on the road too. It's in it's in uh it's in Detroit. So mm. like, there it's it's obviously not a not a fan friendly crowd, but like as you mentioned, so I listened to uh, Up in Smoke. Mm. Is, it, is it Up and Smoke or Um Yeah, 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 it's Up and Smoke. Yeah. So like uh he's taught he when he's retelling the story, after they've you know corralled everybody and stuff like that. And they get in the locker room, and Ron's like, You think to- we're gonna
1: be in trouble? Yo. <laughs> that, that that untold until recently part of the story has to be like top five moments within, because there's a lot of moments within actual Mouse and the Valley, like just the entire thing. But hearing that, that Ron was legit just sitting there on the bench, like, hey, they all talking, like, hey, he said, you think, because, and the reason it's funny is because it's so relatable, because you can think, like, every, especially every little boy, every, every kid, you know, every kid can think back, and you got in trouble, like, either fighting or something like that, and you look, and you're looking at your boys who are with you, and you're like, how much trouble do you think we're going to be in? Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, and you know, you know, it's a, it seems like a reasonable question, because you're really, like, how much trouble are we going to be in? In this
0: situation? It wasn't, no, no, it wasn't how much trouble it are going to be, and it's, do you think we're going to get in trouble? It was, that's, the, that's the thing, like, that's – because I've been that other friend where I'm like, homie, what are you talking like? What? <laughs> what I say, it? We, it we was, might go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> they will be like, if they ever let us play basketball again. Yeah. Oh, man, like, that was – I was I had tears in my eyes when I first heard that. But it's also – and also, by the way, um, it is so fortunate that Jermaine O'Neal slipped on whatever he slipped on before he dusted that 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 young that, 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 was, that fan was co- that fan
1: was covered in the blood because it, when you when you watch the tear
0: for that punch he was gonna throw. Oh my he was, god. He was also wild on t- like it was, you know, it was it was uh who's it, Shaq and Brad Miller. Oh, oh Shaq. Yeah, with Shaq, Quite like literally he had, almost uh, called a, man, a manslaughter charge. Yeah, like he, he wound up on some like ready to rumble like just like on some video game stuff. And he just he just grazes Brad Miller's ear and just misses him. But like Jermaine O'Neal was not going to miss.
1: Like, you know how hard it is. You know how hard it is for a 6'11 human being to drop down to squarely punch uh what 5'8?
0: What, what, uh, the human being in the jaw, like that—that that was a—that was a really wild thing to see, <laughs> covered in the blood. You are one hundred percent right because he was going to clock him in a way that, like, cause he—he still went down. Yeah, he still, still went yeah, down heavy. But that—that's how you know, cause he still went. he, he didn't even catch him clean, and he still, like, I mean, he fell like immediately. And I the whole time, you like every time they show that replay, I'm like, mm, look at God. Like just just look at him do his work, but it's also that was also the, the start the catalyst for um, the dress code, like oh yeah, 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 that's yeah.
1: oh David, oh
0: David, David Stern had a
1: field day after mountains in the Palace that that changed that changed the whole league. And y'all he are said, not about
0: to fuck this money up. No, you are not. He said, "I now have to
1: do brand management, brand damage management, all across the board. I have to convince." White America, that y'all are not
0: some animals. Yeah, which, which, in retrospect, like while it may or may not have worked, I don't know, was wild racist, right? Like, I mean, like that is a oh, I'm going to make sure that you're dressed with a collar shirt. That is obviously not like so that you are less scary to white mm-hmm. people. Like, that's really what it is. It's really. No, that's a, yeah, no, I mean,
1: that, that, that was actually. A go- I mean, it don't tell me wrong. It was absolutely racist. <laughs> it was also and most people might not admit this it was also pretty necessary (laughs) (laughs) and the only reason i mean is i'm and i'm strictly i'm speaking strictly from a business sense because the because the ratings were i mean everybody was lining up to bash the NBA after that like the ratings nosedive like it it could have because again remember um because we, they always talk about how Jordan saved the NBA when he, like, when he came. Because you know, again, ratings ratings were down, and it's, a, it's people forget it's a business. So if anything is going to sink the league, it's going to be controvert, You know, either lack of good
0: players, which they didn't have, or controversy. And so David Stern was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> "That joke was." Well, I just remember that because because uh, the things that AI gets. Credit for a lot of times on top of his actual play was kind of bringing in more of that more street style. Like mm. he played in, in one sense, like you know, the crossover and stuff like that, but just you know, there hadn't been a superstar that was tatted up in the way that he was tatted up. You know, what I mean, yeah. like uh, rocking the do rag, rocking the corn, his, his mom was braiding his hair. On the sidelines during the game, it's one of the most gangster ass shits things that I've bad, ever. Seen. Bad news is like, finest. Bad news, seven five. A bad news, bro. Like yes, Hampton rolls all day, man. I, I, I ooh, man, good times. Um, I'm, I'm gonna switch real quick to NBA draft, and we'll get up out of here on this. Speaking of the NBA, um, one, I don't know if these draft picks think that because you're having a celebration. Uh, the Rona not gonna be out here just hanging out and chilling, but like one what and one of the cats I'm a, I'm gonna call one of them out a, another Atlanta folk one, Marietta, um, Okoro, one of my favorite players in the draft, <laughs> but like bro bro was in a club to the point where as he's getting interviewed after he is drafted, mm-hmm. they're playing it over the you know they they have the the loud system yeah you know go like, you know, Yo, drink special two two three 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 like you know they doing that whole thing. So I'm like, you have a club full of people, nary a mask in sight. I just want y'all to know the reason that y'all are having a virtual uh, a draft right now is because it's a pandemic. It's because it's a whole <laughs> <laughs> um, like it doesn't he the the corona the COVID nineteen does not care that this is a big moment for you, my dude. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you like? It was I mean, and it was it was city after city. His was the most egregious to me, but like it was city after city play I don't think I saw one player with the mask on none of it, like just for real like, like and, some people were at some people were at home or like in you
1: know, a reasonable and some of the them
0: virus, were like it. even when they were at home you could tell there was like there was like 10 people in the shot so I don't know how many mm. people actually at the joint but like here's my thing like bruh you the money so the last thing the last thing I'm finna do if you were if you're like my child, like no, bro. Like nah, nah. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Hang, hang
1: on, I'm. I, and you know what? And we, and we can talk about exactly what you what you just hit on. We and we can take the money out of the conversation, and still have the biggest issue with it. So, what are, what do NBA rookies say the hardest part of their first, you know, their first season in the NBA typically is? Typically conditioning, right. They were like, yo, the, the speed, the speed of the game, especially rookies who immediately have to start and all of that, they have to be in good shape. You know what you can't be in good shape with? Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm just saying, like, because the thing is, even, even if you catch the mild case, right, you know what I'm saying? It can like, we know, we know now, it leaves lingering effects. And affects your lungs.
0: It through It through It re- doesn't. It doesn't.
1: It doesn't matter if you're out here balling. If you can only play 11 minutes a game. <laughs> <laughs> 11 minutes. 11, 11. Five minutes a game. Guess what they gets you? Four years in the league. That's it. That's it. And these kids, like, yo, if if I'm if I'm, a, if, I'm a, if I'm a professional athlete in this moment in time when my body is my is by means of income. I'm like, it might be like if I would get drafted. And again, you know, these these kids, these kids are what,
0: eighteen? Twenty, yeah. They they young. Yeah. Like I don't I don't even
1: know who like the old guy in the draft is this year.
0: Uh twenty two was about as old as you got um uh, Obi Toppin um uh, mm-hmm. went to the Knicks. He was I think he's like twenty two and a half right at twenty three. Right. So you know I, I get that they're not
1: it's, they're seeing the you know what's in front of them and everything, but I'm like, man, take care of your but look, yo, look at Le- look at LeBron. Like that's that needs to be that. Uh, granted, that doesn't have to be everybody's mode, but just look at a man who came into the you know came into the league at eighteen, has been able to, and as he's gotten older, has gotten like stronger and faster, which really doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but you also watch like his workout regimen like what he does and everything start that day one yeah Protect your, you know what i'm saying protect yourself in this especially in this situation because like i say corona getting in your lungs your career your, your career has now been possibly could in half so it's like
0: why take the risk i don't know what they were doing uh but the best moment of the night <clears throat> Came, I think that was. I'm trying to remember the pick. So give me one second. Ah, fuck it. I don't care. Um, uh, uh, Naje. I think is is how you pronounce his last name. But he's he's of Nigerian descent. Mm. Um, and so like by that time, I think it was it was later in the first first uh, first round. Charlotte was coming up on their their second pick in the in the second. So I'm 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 looking through some seeing who's available because I'm I'm all in on this shit. Center was available. I'm thinking, hey, we need to, you know, figure out what we're going to do at the center position. Uh, shout out to Lamelo Ball, uh, number three pick. We'll see. We'll see what happens with there. I got, I got a few questions about his shot, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I'm not even super paying attention, and all I do is look up, see, see the draft pick, see his daddy again, Nigerian descent. Woo! Then I saw his mama. And, mm-hmm. I, look, I'm, I don't know anything about them that's, that's not a shot at her or anything like this. But when I saw that white woman in that kente cloth dress, fam, when I tell you I could not she stop said, crying she, 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 five, looked the, she
1: looked at the camera and said, I'm coming for you, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs>
0: bruh, bruh I'm, when I say that I was crying for five minutes straight, I mean I missed the next pick because I had tears in my eyes texting folks like, bruh, tell me you saw that. Tell me something. And then the memes were. And thank you, Timeline, for being right on it. This is how I know. Oh, they going to miss a moment like that. Just just right on top of it. The, 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 the meme and the pic was on my timeline in a minute and a half. Respect to y'all. Because Lord have mercy. That's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. I <laughs> loved that shit. Lo- loved every second of it. Retweeted. <laughs> hey, of fact, it was hilarious. Loved it. I really have no fucking question off that shit. I just thought it was fucking hilarious. That's, that's, it that's, was, that's, it, it was definitely a sight to
1: see it. Then not something anybody expected.
0: Nobody saw it. Just, it caught me so off guard. That's what it was. I'm just, I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at my phone, now. check up at the screen. And I'm like, the entire fuck. is that? And it was, it was so fresh. You knew like they were all matching. So like they had a conversation. Mm-hmm. It, was plain. it was
1: plain. Nobody, nobody was surprised.
0: <laughs> the fit it was does. gonna get off. No one but was surprised. The fit was gonna get off. And there are times when you see something you're like, "Ooh, that's that's gonna live on the timeline for a little bit." That's that's the, that, like the Nancy Pelosi joints in her when they were in the Kente cloth kneeling shit. Like, hey. flooded into my man. His mom, his
1: mom had to know let you let you know.
0: Let she, him know. Damn. How would you, outside of the the, the pandemic shit, how would you celebrate? getting drafted like how would you do it like if, if you had a you know regular you know like and you and i'm talking about you know you're getting drafted not like mm, i don't know how this is gonna go i might have to get picked up in free agency later i'm like you know Garrett, so what, are you talking, what are you talking lottery pick yeah i'm talking a lot i'm talking top 10 top 10 pick like you know you finna be like you definitely finna be called early you ain't got you ain't gotta wait Takes you. See,
1: see, that's the that's the thing. I can't. I don't even know. I don't even know how how like. I can't honestly to, to answer your question. I can't really say, and the reason I can't is you. You're 18 or 19 years old. If I'm thinking about like me at 18 or 19 years old, back when I was 18 or 19 years old, um, yeah, and not, not that it would have been like anything wild. At all, I mean, I yeah, you know, my folks there, would have you? Hopefully, hopefully, you know, actually getting invited to the draft, because uh, you know that's that's a that's a big part of that as well. Uh, but yeah, I, hopefully, I I'm gonna say I hope I would celebrate responsibly. I, I was de- I was decent, yeah, I was decently responsible at that age. Um,
0: you know, you sound so, like trying to convince yourself. And me of something that is not true. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna press you on enough shit. But if you keep, you like you keep well, I think that maybe if I had, I mean, I think back in the G, like, I'm like, what the I like,
1: hey, nah nah, nah, nah. Yeah, I mean you
0: ain't I look, man, you ain't gotta convince me of shit. Like <laughs> I mean, look, if you if you was out here, cause I I think and I and I'll 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 take it to myself at 18, 19, 20 years old, like I, I've always and this is gonna sound hella lame, but I don't even give a shit. I always, Joe Thomas, I think, is a left tackle for a Cleveland Browns. And he was, I think he ended up being the number one pick, but he was either going to be a number one or like number three pick. Um, and I always thought it was dope. This dude was like ice fishing. Like this dude was just chilling. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I always thought that shit was dope as fuck. Like, yeah, nigga, I'm about to, I'm definitely, I'm definitely about to get drafted. I don't give a shit about this. Like, I, why do I need to go? But,
1: but see, and, then, and that's, the, that's the other thing, the NFL draft is a little different. For the, for the,
0: it's definitely longer, too. Yeah, well,
1: yeah. It's, I mean, it's longer. Like, you know, you, you might be going in the sixth round, but you know you're going in the sixth round. Like, you know, you or you know you're you you know going to be drafted. NBA draft is a little bit different.
0: Yeah, it is. And I feel like the fits are better, or at least – I'm not even going to say better. I'm going to say the fits are like – they go for it a little bit more in uh, the ten- end. They t- they ten
1: times better than they would have been uh, if you you know you and me were getting drafted eighteen or nineteen <laughs> we'd have been out there in Steve Harvey suits.
0: I was about to say the Steve Harvey suit would have been it would it would have been definitely had like it would have been multiple buttons. Uh, was it the 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 Stacy uh Steve Madden? Stacey. Shit. No, like, no 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 Stacy Adams Stacy oh, Adams. Oh yeah, Stacey Adams shit like my my oh yes I one hundred percent the Samaki Walker pick of him in the 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 the, the bootlegger hat. Uh, always makes it its way to my timeline, and I'm always appreciative. Um, there is one thing I do want to say about the draft, like on some very real shit. They have to stop asking these these young men about the worst moment of their lives every time during the draft. You remember when oh, yeah. your mama and your daddy died and your sister left you and uh tell us a little bit about that like it's the it's the laziest fucking interview in the it's it's, it's, all it's that, like this is,
1: this is this is probably like one of the most happiest moments in my life and you're right. gonna ask me about what was the hardest thing growing up with no parents and you're like what <laughs> like what,
0: what why like why is now na- why is now the time that you've decided because like the other part is That's a very very personal thing. Like you would never do that on any like job interview, right? Like if you like if there was ever, hey, um, so you know how your dog got run over? Tell me about uh when you when you found little Fido under the underneath the tire. How'd that make you feel? Like what? What are you? What's happening? Like that's and and it's also really really late. Like it's because because what you're what I feel like you're trying to do, uh, is just make me cry. Like I I feel like honestly the only thing you're trying to do is.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, what it should be.
0: Yeah, and just put it on camera. Like, that's because they had a, they literally had a montage at the end of the draft of these young men crying. I was like, can I just a second, just literally just one, can I just, just, just one second? <laughs> can, you're, asking, you're asking the
1: NBA, can we get some black boy joy? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, essentially, like, can I just, can I just, can I, can I vibe out for a second? Like, can you, can you hit me with the, like, if, if you really wanted to have a good interview, like just start bumping their favorite, like rap music or something like that. Like, go ahead. Uh, pump that American gangster real shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like give me, give me something that's going to give me some joy. Cause I think that's going to make for a more fun interview than you trudging through the, the, the doldrums of my life or the worst parts about my life. Like that's, I just hate it. Like, it's just, I just, I just, as tears, to interview, tears, tears break, settle, man. tears up. They do, but it's just—I mean—and this most recent one felt like the absolute worst. Where they were just like, um, especially with Anthony Edwards, his his mother and grandmother had passed within a year of one another. They're Mm -hmm. like, what do you think they would say right now, man, boy? Like, I I don't know. I don't <sighs> Man, like, like what is like it, it just because that's, that's what I want to be doing
1: right now speaking for dead relatives
0: right exactly like cool you're you're 100% right I I, I don't know but like it just feels like a just it's a, lazy it's, la- it's lazy sports journalism it's just lazy sports journalism Gary if they want to find you on on social media where can they do that
1: uh same as always parker underscore lewis um, that's both twitter and instagram uh don't have clubhouse yet so uh i honestly don't even know how clubhouse works don't tell nobody that though uh
0: yeah because i haven't i've only seen like a couple people even talk about it so i'm but you're gonna know before i do hey
1: man we we just we just not popular i don't nobody nobody's asked for me on <laughs> I,
0: you know, it's,
1: people yeah. like, yeah, it's like, yo, know, I got these invites. People are, people are apparently like reselling invites to Clubhouse now. Just,
0: yeah, one, oh yeah,
1: no. Nah, first man. off, I was like, you got to be invited, and I'm like, yeah. And they're like, I'm reselling these invites. I was like, okay. But yes, I, my 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 presence has not been asked for. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> Twitter, Twitter, and Instagram is
0: where you can pretty much find me. <laughs> you can find me, Twitter and Instagram at hucosell. That's hucosell and hucosell.com for my written work. Garrett, as always, I appreciate you. Uh, Listers, you guys stay safe. Keep your masks. These numbers are going crazy right now. Um, and just, uh, you know, just 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 try to make it because uh, I know a holiday is going to be really, really rough on folk. Uh, you won't be able to get up with your family like you like, but just if you can, just power through it and maybe by next year we'll be able to celebrate right. It All will right? be next year. It will be next
1: year.
0: It definitely will be next year. Y'all be safe. Y'all be easy. We out.